Greetings and salutations, sports fans nationwide. You have entered the Sports Opinion Log podcast. I'm your host, Lex Anderson, a.k.a. the Sports Historian. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. First and foremost, we are live on TikTok. You can follow me at Sports Opinion Log, and you can follow me on YouTube at Sports Opinion Log. And if you're watching this podcast, you can listen to this episode. Link is in the bio of my podcast. You see how everything is covered? And I might change my name on Instagram. You can follow me at lex.anderson.world. But I think I might change that to Sports Opinion Log too, because I recently changed my Avery from a picture to my logo. So that is great for everybody, at least for me. Yay, me. So sadly, I did not copy and paste my notes from last week, but I did end week 11 at two games over 500. I'm not going to recap every game, honestly. Uh, I will talk about the good news, which is the good news that Matt Canada has been fired as offensive coordinator of the Pittsburgh Steelers because the Steelers have been outgained in every game they played and with a chance to move up in the AFC North, Browns have no Deshaun Watson, done for the season. The Bengals have no Joe Burrow, done for the season. And the Steelers' defense gave up the game-winning drive to DTR and suffered the 13-10 final score loss. And for the first time in over 80 years, the Steelers, in season, fired either a coach or a coordinator, which is a testament and a testimony to the power and positivity of social media, because all the people that were saying, fire Matt Canada, fire Matt Canada, at some point, are you going to listen to the fans or not? Because clearly he couldn't get the job done. Kenny Pickett became a low light reel for throwing a pass down the field that no one was there. You see the ball just bounce on the ground helplessly. Meanwhile, The Giants beat the Commanders uh, 31-19. Hopefully I got that right. Let me just double check on that. Week 11. Yeah, the Giants beat the Commanders, which was a shocker. Come on, week 11. Nothing is better than when you click on a tab that doesn't open when you're on a podcast and a live Yes, so 31-19, uh, Tommy DeVito, three touchdowns on the day, but yet Packer fans are still waiting for Pickett to have his first multi-touchdown game. As a matter of fact, in the last five games, Pickett has thrown for one touchdown, and this man is the same age as Justin Herbert. It's inexcusable. Do the Packers have a chance Nader, yes, they do, but uh, the Lions, they're rocking and rolling. I think it'll be a close game. It depends on uh, what Jordan Love will be getting today, but I am going with the Lions to beat the Packers because outside of this season, all Detroit Lion fans prayed for was for the Lions to win the Thanksgiving Day game. That would be the Super Bowl for Lions fans, but finally the Lions are looking real deal. Um, it's exciting. They beat the Chiefs to start the season, which will be a segue into Monday Night Football. Chiefs fall to the Eagles 21-17. MVS with a chance for a game-winning touchdown, drops the ball. Give me Ohio State over Michigan because I hate Michigan. I can't stand them. Jim Harbaugh is a cheater. And as typical in America, when it comes to the white man, he gets a pass. He's legendary. He's a master, a a master, right? (laughs) Slave master. Jim Harborough has done nothing. He's won nothing. The championship was there for the taking last season, and they got eliminated to TCU. And I, I wish Michigan would just go away. I wish Harborough would be, I want his contract tore up. I want him to just leave because who was it? The assistant coach last week? was crying it's us against the world it's not us against the world 
You are cheaters. You don't win in big games. Now, I know Ohio State has currently been owned by Michigan. Hopefully, they could turn that around. Best rivalry in college football. Good question. Best rivalry. Well, you know, I'm a Duck fan, so I can't, I, I don't want to give you my bias. Oh, I'll say Georgia, Alabama. Georgia, Alabama, because I'm going to keep it real. Georgia, Jake, Stir, Georgia won their first championship off of an Alabama team that wasn't 100%. Georgia has never beaten Alabama at full strength. But hey, you know, you got to take advantage, right? Because believe you me, I thought Alabama would lose a lot of games this season that they've won. Because when you have a culture and you have a system, it allows you to still win when people think you should be losing. Like Ole Miss, for example, they come to mind. Ole Miss could have beaten Alabama. I'll go through that in a minute. But uh, they're definitely disappointing. See now, thank you. And happy Thanksgiving to you. So uh, I will do a, let me see. So yes, I, I went with, in week 11, I went with Ravens over Bengals. That was a win. Steelers lost to the Browns. That was a loss. Lions over Bears. That was a win. I went with Packers over the Chargers. That was a win because the Chargers are 2-10, and 10, make it 2-11 and 11 versus Green Bay. Dolphins over Raiders. That's a fact. The Commanders let me down, losing to the Giants. Cowboys beating on below 500 teams. What else is new? Uh, ja I went with the Jaguars at home over the Titans. The Titans, it's a lost season. Where did, where did the Titans go wrong? Where did the Titans go wrong? I thought the Titans, they have all their components, but this clearly isn't their season. But that's okay. You know why? The Houston Texans have came up to make things interesting. So Texans over... The Cardinals, which is great. Niners over the Buccaneers, not a surprise. Bills over the Jets. <clears throat> Again, the Jets are putrid. I think the Jets had the Jets had something horrific here, which I got to click on. I think they said the Jets wide receivers combined for nine catches. Let me see. Okay, so Zach Wilson's finally been benched. What did it take him? It took him like five games to come to this conclusion. And Tom Brady, it's funny. Happy Thanksgiving to you too, Chloe. Happy Thanksgiving. I find it hilarious that Tom Brady gets to go viral for what I've been saying all along. The NFL product is garbage. The NFL product is garbage. But again, Tom Brady is a seven-time Super Bowl winner, right? So you're going to listen to Tom Terrific instead of me, right? I've been saying since... We're in week 11. I've been saying from week 8 through 10, the NFL product is trash. I actually said it when they started covering Taylor Swift. That's not what football is about. If the so-called NFL executives <clears throat> want to kiss Taylor Swift's ass so bad that she agrees to do Super Bowl halftime, you're, you're a corporate executive. You hold a meeting and you talk to her and her agent. You don't plaster her face on every goddamn off of every chief's pass. <clears throat> it comes across as, excuse me, <clears throat> it comes across as them being elitist, right? Patrick Mahomes, he's an elitist. Mahomes' wife, thanks to him, she's an elitist. Do you think me sitting at home enjoy seeing Taylor Swift doing silly high fives with Mahomes' wife? That's elitist bullshit. I will always be here to fight the system. Super Bowl prediction. Uh, see me between week 15 and week 17. Because <laughs> it's too up and down right now. College football playoff predictions. Um, Jakester, I need to look at the graph that's on X. You know what? Let me see if I could open up X right now. Because um, I know that they have those. They have those graphs which I can't stand, but they're very useful. What if the playoffs started today? Uh, let's see. Okay, you can also follow me on Twitter, 
which I still call it Twitter, you could follow me at Lex Anderson underscore WS. So let, let's see here. College football. I know that they're trying to give the freaking Heisman. El Nino, happy Thanksgiving to you too as well. I know that they're trying to give the Heisman all of a sudden to some young man from LSU. And I'm like, don't do this shit. But he did have eight touchdowns last week. I have to find out who that young man is for LSU. Oh, okay. We're okay, we're in luck. Okay, so it's saying here, based on playoff rankings, Georgia would take on Washington, Ohio State would take on Michigan, and Florida State is number five. <clears throat> okay, that sucks. So I guess the Ducks, the Ducks are going to have to win out. And sadly, the Ducks will also have to show that they can beat Washington. Okay, so your top five is Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, Washington, FSU. The Ducks are six. Well, hey, as long as the Ducks could own the Pac-12 on the way out the door, I'll take it. Anything else would be just a bonus, honestly. Oh, my God, the million-dollar man won. He pinned Bret Hart. Bret Hart looks so upset. <laughs> Bret Hart looks disgusted. Again, if you have Peacock, make sure you're watching the old Survivor Series. Jakester, I'm doing what I do best, watching NFL games, prepping, cooking, and then I will soon be eating. And thankfully, I have, a, uh, I have my own pastry chef, so I will be partaking in apple cobbler, mini apple pies, and what else? Banana pudding. And what are you doing, Jakester? <clears throat> and we should we should definitely um mm, you know we should definitely all be giving thanks that we are um doing what we want to do for Thanksgiving. Whether it's working, hopefully you're getting the holiday pay. Or just, you know, doing what you want to do in and for your life. That's what really matters. Because, hey, climate crisis is... Oh, hold on. A promo. Hold on. Yo! See, now, now listen, y'all. I'm going to play... <laughs> so, I'm going to play... So, you know what? Hold on for a minute. I'm going to turn this... I'm going to turn the camera around so you could see... Remember, Survivor Series 1990, okay? Gene Okerlund is literally in the shower with Jake the Snake Roberts and Jimmy Superfly Snuka and Marty Jannetty and Shawn Michaels back when they were a tag team. So y'all were laughing about the AOs that I was telling you. Listen to what Gene Okerlund, uh, bear with me, I gotta move everything. I'm not gonna, uh, usually I tilt the camera, but. Hopefully this will this will do. No, I gotta tilt the camera. Hold on, y'all. I'm going through a lot right now. Not a lot in terms of a trying thing, but yeah. so you gotta yo the a yo. Gene Oakland in this okay hold on. <laughs> My man Gene Oakland was like, it's slippery and wet in here. Hold on, okay. All right, let's check this out real quick. Listen to these lines. <laughs> I don't want to rewind it because it tends to go back and forth. But... Oh, 
Huh. Back when they used to actually wrestle. I wonder if the million dollar belt is actually worth a million dollars. It's probably man-made diamonds. Okay, look at this. God, this stuff is like gold, man. <clears throat> this is like gold. You, you, oh, boy. Those were the days. Now everything kind of feels forced. All for the sake of sports entertainment. Some of it feels forced. And are we really enjoying... Yo, that's what I'm saying. Interviews in the locker room. Yo, <laughs> I would not want to be anywhere near that snake, bro. And... <laughs> Mean Gina's like, well, yeah, you know, it's uh, nice and wet. I'm sure Damien likes it. Hey, yo, and, and and look at early Shawn Michaels. Early Shawn Michaels. This stuff is gold. <clears throat> Excuse me. So back to uh, football. So in the Monday Night Football loss, because I'm going back and forth, the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes becomes the first quarterback in NFL history to be a multi-time MVP to have his team go scoreless in three straight games in the second half. Now, I know Chief fans like to label themselves of hashtag Chiefs Kingdom. I'm telling you right now, Patrick Mahomes is a joker. Kelsey, well, no, Patrick Mahomes He's not the king. He's a prince. Kelsey, he's the joker. He's doing <clears throat> this Gronkowski nonsense, talking about wanting to retire due to injuries. Live your life, man. You've got the Super Bowl. You've got the millions of dollars. If you want to be on your way, be on your way. No one's going to hold you accountable for you wanting to live your life. If you want to tour with Taylor Swift going overseas on your bye week, Good news. When you retire, you can follow her all over the world. Again, they're elitists. Stop with the nonsense. I love when millionaire athletes try to pass themselves on as, I'm the everyday working man. You're not the everyday working man. You're not. Especially with Anthony Davis struggling in back-to-back -back games. Why are you struggling in back-to-back -back games? You're a multimillionaire. You get paid to play basketball. You literally get paid to ball. What's the struggle? What's the struggle? <sighs> Give me a break. But yeah, let me look up let me look up the Jets though, because the box score was pretty bad on the Jets 32-6 loss. Okay, let's see. Jets re Hold on here. Okay, so let's see. Okay, so the Jets, as a team, had 15 catches. 
what's the point of being an NFL head coach, <clears throat> putting in 50 to 60 hour weeks to get your team ready? And that's the kind of garbage you deliver. That's the garbage you deliver. I hate the Jets. I hate the Patriots more than the Jets because it's New England and they are certified cheaters. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. I picked the Seahawks to beat the Rams. The Rams got the win 17-16, and I picked for the Vikings to beat the Broncos, which we know how that turned out on Sunday Night Football. The Broncos got the 21-20 win and have now won, I believe, four straight while ending the Vikings' five-game win streak. And, of course, Monday Night Football, I had the Chiefs over the Eagles, and it was the Eagles that got the 21-17 final score victory. So now we will just hop into Week 12. <clears throat> Excusez-moi. Which I will just read off my phone real quick. So for Thanksgiving, Packers at Lions, give me the Lions. Commanders at Cowboys, give me the Cowboys. Niners at Seattle, give me the Niners. We're having our first ever Black Friday NFL game. Amazon has paid the NFL somewhere between 10 and $20 million <clears throat> to host a Black Friday game. And what do we get? The Dolphins at the garbage-ass Jets. Like, how much more do I have to deal with as an NFL fan? You're giving a garbage-ass team all these primetime slots with no end in sight. <clears throat> so on to Sunday. Sunday at 1 o'clock, Steelers at Cincinnati. Give me Pittsburgh. Jacksonville at Houston. Give me the Texans. Buccaneers at Colts, give me Tampa Bay. Saints at Falcons, give me New Orleans. Patriots at Giants, give me the Giants because Tommy DeVito did beat the Commanders, so I think he could definitely beat the Patriots, but it's called Any Given Sunday for a reason. Panthers at Titans, as bad as the Titans are, I think they'll come through for the home victory. Sunday at 4.05, Rams at Cardinals. I think Cooper Cup took the money and ran. He's injured again, potentially. Uh, let me see what the injury list is looking like. <clears throat> and that's why you don't give big money to NFL players. The minute you give them big money, they get injured or go on the decline. Like when Jerry Jones stupidly gave Ezekiel Elliott $90 million, even though he was on a rookie deal for two more years. Then Jerry Jones wants to cry, I want the Cowboys to win a championship before I leave God's green earth. Well, why are you doing stupid deals, dummy? <laughs> Injury report, let's see. Mm. Okay, I don't see Cooper Cup here. <clears throat> okay, if Cup is playing, give me the Rams. Browns at Broncos. I dare I say Denver? I say Denver. Sunday at 425, we have Chiefs at Raiders. The Chiefs might be bad, but the Raiders are worse. Give me the Chiefs. Bills at Eagles. Uh, give me the Eagles, because the defense will probably intercept Josh Allen a whole bunch of times. Sunday night football, we have the Ravens at the Chargers. The Chargers have a culture of losing. This team cannot be trusted. I don't trust them. Uh, give me the Ravens. And for Monday Night Football, we have the Bears at Vikings. Give me Josh Dobbs. I think they're calling Josh Dobbs the astronaut, or I think he has a nickname or something like that. Well, give me Josh Dobbs. So those are the NFL Week 12 predictions as decreed by the Prophet. If you get paid, just... Give me gifts on my live. That's the proper form of payment. Thank you very much. I do accept gifts on my TikTok lives. And and in NBA action real quick, uh, LeBron James, I got to give props because we're going to segue over real quick to talk about the king, the chosen one. We are all witnesses to his greatness, LeBron James. NBA in-season tournament, they dominated and decimated the Utah Jazz 131-99 final score. LeBron James, 39,000 points. The only player in NBA history to top 
39,000 points. Potentially, he might touch or surpass 40,000 points this season. Uh, there's this phrase on social media that people say that I am glazing, but I guess that would be <clears throat> the phrase by functioning illiterates who don't know what I'm doing, which is being a sports historian, acknowledging the history that LeBron is making. I didn't know that that would be glazing. But then again, you know, maybe you should ask your mom about that, right? So <laughs> see what she says. Oh, that's hilarious. Shout out to Christian Cage, right? What does he do? Talk about people's dead dads? I guess I'll talk about people's moms. Oh, am I glazing or is your mom glazing? Yeah. Ask her. Anyway, so sadly, though, the Lakers did get bounced by the Dallas Mavericks yesterday. Down by 20. They tried to pull off the comeback, but fell 104-101. Thankfully, it wasn't a part of the in-season tournament. The Lakers are 4-0 and and have punched their ticket into the quarterfinals. That's what's up. A lot of high-flying, high-scoring games involving the Atlanta Hawks who engaged in another shootout last night. Let's see what that score is looking like. Yes, Hawks 147, Brooklyn Nets 145. This one was in overtime. Trey Young, 43 points with nine assists. But good Lord, McCall Bridges, 45 points with 10 rebounds. I was looking at the highlight. Those cats were just running and gunning. It was sick. And today is Thursday. There'll be no NBA games on. So this was yesterday, Wednesday, and Tuesday. They also engaged in a 157-152 loss to the Pacers. Again, the Atlanta Hawks. Halliburton, 37 points, 16 assists. Tyrese Halliburton is looking like one of the better point guards in the league as far as I'm concerned. Trey Young with 38 points and nine assists with three steals. <clears throat> I think they said it's the first time in over 30 years that two teams combined to drop over 300 points combined in 32 years. But this is what makes the playing exciting, though. Let's see if I can find out, find some stats on that. Tyrese Halliburton leads the league in assists. Hmm. Looks like someone got the better of that trade. But the Pacers, you know, the in-season thing means that teams who may not get to the playoffs or get out the play-in, at least you have a chance to shine. And again, the winners do get half a million dollars per person. Cats are definitely coming to play. Hawks set a franchise record with 86 points at the half. Wow. Okay, that's pretty cool, pretty impressive. But of course, <clears throat> hating fans will be like, well, where's the defense? But didn't you want more scoring? Detroit Ghost, how you doing today? How's it going? Happy Thanksgiving. Just coming through with the live slash podcast episode before game one, NFL Thanksgiving, Lions and Packers. But the NBA will resume on Friday. Oh, wait, you know what? I got to give props because I made the TikTok about it. LaMelo Ball going crazy. Okay, this time over the Wizards, 117-114 final score. LaMelo, 34 points, 13 assists, and 8 rebounds. LaMelo Ball, he's being given superstar money. He's performing like a superstar, but he can't get out the NBA playing. Oh, uh, yeah, sure. Hold on for one second. Uh... Uh, let me see. 
Okay, boom. Accept it. Let's go. Let's get it. Hey, what's going on, man? I don't know how to call it. Uh, say your, your uh, account name. Just goes out. It's Sports Opinion Log, right? Yes. Okay, good, good, good. So, Sports Opinion Log. I got your... I, I need to ask your opinion on this. So, do you think the only reason why the NBA is doing this whole cup thing is just because they don't know how to excite their fans anymore? Or do you think that this is just a desperate ploy to act more like... Uh, NCAA. Ah, thank you for that wonderful, good question, and happy Thanksgiving to you first and foremost. Glad to have you on on the live early morning and stuff. Thank you for being available. So um, I did stitch a TikTok about your question, which I will reiterate. It is about money at the end of the day. You know, the league potentially stands to gain a billion dollars from the in-season tournament. A billion. Uh, the, the NBA also their TV rights deal is at $25 billion. They're looking to renew starting at $75 billion, which is crazy. <laughs> you're, not, you're not even trying to double, right? You're going from $25 to potentially $75 billion, which means, which means only one of two things. We'll be forced to watch games on Amazon or Apple TV. Because who else? Or Saudi Arabia. Like, where are you coming with this money from? I could, I could see if you were shooting for 50 or 60, but you're going from 25 to 75 billion in renewal broadcasting rights. That's crazy, you know? And you want to know what else is crazy? It's the fact that the NBA also, I don't want to say this without sounding like an asshole, but. Say it. <laughs> you look at teams now, you look at the NBA nowadays, they're soft. They don't want to. They, they don't want to have confrontations with these players. For example, every time when an NBA player, either like let's say Jay Harden, for example, he's a whiny little crybaby who basically wants a max, but yet he refuses to play like he's Yes, he has had seasons in Houston where he shot thirty points a game, where he, where he fabricated fouls and basically try to but yet at the same time oh he cries wolf when dan when daryl morey now we know that there's probably some bad ill on daniel morey's side where they feel they wanted so he asked out but for me back then you didn't have these super teams where all these super teams they get everything handed to them on a platter they had to work for it okay Oh, well, well keep, keep, keep on. Let me know when you want me to chime in. I don't want to cut you off. Oh, no worries, no worries. But do you think these super teams are losing their shine at all? And it's just a ploy for big name players just to get what they want more easier? Well, okay, so um, my next question, while not asking your age, uh, when did you start watching the NBA? Oh, I started watching in 2004. 2004. Okay, so let's that see. Right after when the Detroit Pistons beat Shaq and Kobe in the NBA Finals. Okay, so that's when you really started watching the NBA. Yeah. Okay. I've on and off recently because, well, I had other interests on my mind. Of course. But I have kept up with everything that's been going on in the NBA. And, uh, yeah, I think there's some deals that were fraudulent. And they only did just to appease probably 1% of fans and not players. Okay, so for me, being uh, old school, you know, starting from the Jordan era or like early Lakers against uh, the Detroit Pistons in which the Pistons actually had swept the Lakers, you know, trying to go back with my earliest recollection, right? Because for me, <clears throat> it was like uh, during that time era, you know, Jordan Bulls and all that good stuff. Thank you for the stars. Greatly appreciate you, Alexis. Thank you for coming through. Thank you very much and a happy Thanksgiving to you as well. Um, so with that being said, you got to remember our era of the working hard is gone, right? People, 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 and, and you know what? Don't get me wrong, right? Being a old school person, right? I too used to believe in a hard day's work for a hard day's pay, right. you know, but when you see people at work 
right? Not doing their job, right? And seeing how you, the efficient coworker, get dumped their extra work, right? At some point you say, you know what, I gotta turn this off, right? So so Harden with Maury, I read, a, I read, a, uh, there was a nationwide sports leader, reader, nationwide sports leader, excuse me. For some reason, I don't say the acronym. I just right. say the right. whole thing. Thank you. Cause, cause I'm actually against it. Cause that's where I want to be. So I try not to acknowledge them, you know, because, okay. So just to keep it short and sweet, when the nationwide sports leader did the decision with LeBron and hosted it, that's a conflict of interest, you know? That is true. Like, you're like, we think he might go here. We think he might. No, you're supposed to tell me, but you can't because he's his decision is on your station. But then you want to give me some garbage that, oh, um, the money went to charity. Who cares? You know? And mm-hmm. plus, I hate the nationwide sports leader because from what I've been seeing from people with Disney and ticket prices, the world is insane, honestly. You know? It is. I'm going to throw you this question, though. Throw you this question. And it's an old school one. Yeah, sure. So, do you remember the Kevin Durant decision when he decided to go to Golden State? Well, it wasn't a decision. Remember, Kevin Durant just snuck out. Well, well actually, technically, he was a free agent. Yeah, he was free agent. So, he, so, so, so he, he, again, Durant, here's the thing. I don't have a, I don't have a, well, again, I don't have a problem with Durant doing what he did. But again, it goes back to the character of a person, right? Durant is a scorer, right? So you choose to be the bandwagon bitch, you go to Golden State, but then you're not happy in terms of the fans not loving you the way they loved Curry and Clay, right? Like you're the hired hand. You're the mercenary. You're not going to get the love. Yeah, Durant, I think Durant had set an NBA Finals, averaging like 32 or 35 points. But again, you and I could probably drop 35 points if we were playing with the Splash Brothers, you know? And Durant, again, his character, right? He left Westbrook in OKC. He tore his Achilles. He left the Warriors. Because let's, for, let's not forget, people said that Curry was in China and took a plane to fly back to, you know, back to Golden State to talk to Durant. And my man had already made his decision to go to Brooklyn, to join with Kyrie, and we see how that played out, right? And I will never forget, I was going to bed watching Scott Van Pelt at one in the morning. And literally, I had my hand on my remote. My man's like, breaking news, Durant traded to the Phoenix Suns. I'm like, what? And then you read the article. Durant puts pressure on the Nets to trade him and not make it public. I'm like, yo, Durant is a bum in terms of a character. You know what I mean? Like, I get what you mean, but here's, I want to take control where I'm at my position on this. Sure. Kevin Durant, when he went to the Warriors at first, it reminded me esque of what LeBron did. But my whole position is he could have went anywhere. He could have went to Detroit. He could have went to he could have went to Miami. He, well, not really Miami, but you know, he could have went to San Antonio. He could have went to anywhere, anywhere. They chose the Warriors because they had Clay Thompson, Draymond Green. Stephen Curry. Can't beat it. <laughs> and, and you know what? I don't blame him for that. But my whole thing is why go with, with the surefire bet when you are one of the top ranked basketball players in the world? You can make a difference in a city like New York. You can make a difference in a city like Detroit. You could have made a difference in, in, in one of these small market teams that don't really have much. <clears throat> you galvanize those troops make them better who knows i mean the possibilities are endless was kd signed to rockefeller at that time let me know ty morgan okay so here's it so so again we have to go with 
the workplace, right? And, and, and I have, let me tell you, I have to bring it back to the workplace because when I go on vacation, I can tell you right now, the paperwork that should be done by all the people in the office doesn't get done. That is true. It doesn't. So my mentality will be, you know what? I don't care because, you know, my pay grade, right? I'm not nobody's manager, right? So I will do what I can, get the extra hours, but mentally, right? Mentally and emotionally, I'm like, F these people. They can all go to hell, right? Because there ain't, there ain't no love for you, you know, because I have a sports mentality at my job for myself. You know what I mean? I, I try to be that team player, you know, XYZ bullshit, right? Because it makes the environment better, you know? But when you take a, a week or a two-week vacation and come back to a backlog of work, in your mind, you're like, F these people. And you know what? That's okay. So at the end of the day, I think we all want to be in a culture where we're winning because iron sharpens iron, right? You have Curry, the greatest shooter, with Durant. His nickname is Easy Money Sniper. Happy Thanksgiving to you too, Heather, as well. <clears throat> so to answer, your, to answer the Detroit Durant already put in the time to get OKC as far as they could go. And sadly, it led to them having a 3-1 lead that him and Westbrook blew and him saying, you know what, I can't win like this or I can't win with Westbrook. You know what I mean? But you, you do realize they were, that, that OKC did one more fumble, which probably added on to the factor of KD leaving. That was not paying James Harden what he should have been paid. But here's the thing, though, right? Harden, who was the sixth man that year, I believe his stats when they lost in the finals to LeBron with the Miami Heat, I believe he was averaging, it said like around 16 points, but he was having a lot of single-digit games. And if you go back to that James Harden, guess what? It's the same man, right? Harden in the playoffs does not shine. The man from OKC to the Clippers, or let's say the Sixers, because that was the last playoff series where, again, Harden went MIA. So Presti, in my opinion, wait, was it Presti at the time? Who was the general manager? Yeah, Presti was, Presti, yeah, he was there. He was there. Okay. <clears throat> so to me, Presti was a genius because he clearly saw that Harden, you know, yeah, give or take, it was what, one to $6 million or something like that. And he let him go when they were like, oh, you could have afforded to keep him. But clearly he saw something that here we are nearly 10 years later that Harden is not big time when it comes to the playoffs. Well, it's not only that, but from what I hear from various sources, it was the fact that they could not really predict because as you remember, the CBA was going through a different deal transaction at the time mm -hmm. that would allow them to alleviate those luxury tax burns. And, and we all know that there are very few teams that avoid the luxury tax. There's a very few. Mm -hmm. I won't say one of them. And not to mention, when you think about it like this, if everything was would to have been aligned, they would have gotten the CBA deal that would have alleviated those tax, those luxury tax burns. OKC signs Harden, they go back to playing in the NBA Finals, they would probably would have won it. But again, I see your position, and I see it through and through and through. But that still doesn't, that still doesn't, into my eyes, it shows that, yes, KD took the easy way out. But you can't say, you can say the same thing also about LeBron when he went to Cleveland. That's a whole other, that's a whole other business we don't need to kick off. Well, I'm, uh, well okay, well, real, I could turn into a quick snippet but, I'm, but i just want to add real quick though about durant to me durant leaving the warriors was worse number one when durant tore his achilles right the right. warriors said to him because we feel bad that we rushed you to come back have the surgery we will pay you the 30 to 35 million dollars to not play and we will give you another max deal after you've come back. So, so that sports mentality, like you said, <clears throat> the 
Kenny Chan, thank you very much for the blessings on this Thanksgiving and a happy Thanksgiving to you. But hear what I'm saying though. If I'm telling you, hey, you know what? Sorry I rushed you back. Here's 35 million to not play, but good news. Next season, I'm gonna give you a max deal and we'll be moving in to a, a, a privately funded billion dollar chase center. Durant is the biggest loser. Like my man really gave all that up to side with Kyrie in Brooklyn and it ended with them getting swept by the Celtics? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Right, like, I'm, look, well, hold on for a minute. Let me correct that. Technically, KD is not the biggest loser. He's earned over $300 million in NBA money. He's got various side businesses and he has a $300 million Nike deal to go with his 300 plus NBA money. So let me refract from calling Durant the biggest loser because he definitely knows how to get the money. And he, whether we like him or hate him, he is a multi-time champion. He is. He is. And um, there's, now, it's, here's a little snippet for you. Remember when, um, I think he did a tweet. He said when he was in uh, Brooklyn, I'd rather wish I was in the Detroit Pistons situation right now. I knew what he meant, but everyone took it viral. Like, oh, Katie's coming to Detroit, Michigan. We're, we're going to make a deal for, the, for for Kevin Durant. No, the fuck we weren't. Whoa. I mean, we didn't have the stuff to even give them to even entertain an offer. Well, well here's something even more hilarious. I a, Sometime this week, Durant is on Twitter talking about if my numbers help you hit your parlays, how come y'all ain't sending me no money? I'm like, yo, you are a multimillionaire begging for effing money? Like, yo, Durant is, again, character of a man. Like, how are you asking fans or demanding that fans send you money when you when your numbers help them hit their parlays? To me, as a man, as a man, Durant, I honestly wouldn't want to be in a room with him. Well, number one, I used to work in the NBA's retail division, so I'm I'm used to in the past being around NBA players. So I'm not some starstruck groupie ass hoe. You know, as a man, <laughs> like again, dinner with Durant or half a million. Please give me the half a million. I don't want to talk to Durant. Of course. Also, from your previous live that you had when you were with the when you had the Steelers, you know, swag on. Yes, thank you. As a Detroit fan who knows when a when a um when a franchise is struggling, I want to send my condolences over to the Steelers because I used to remember when the Steelers were pretty hot. Like those guys, they they could they could win some games, but they were they were Super Bowl contenders. I, I remember them. Yes. You know, and, and you know, just it's it's sad to me that a great Titan, a great threat in the in the NFL is gone. You know, like they're not like they're rebuilding. Just, it's tragic. It's tragic. Well, I mean, like, they are over 500, you know, like. That is true, yeah. But don't get me wrong. The future, in my opinion, is bleak because of the quarterback, you know, or I should say lack of a quarterback. But, uh, again, like I've been saying for over five years, you never built for the future. You just kept giving Big Ben more money because the Patriots kept giving Brady more money. Like, why are you... Why are you trying to compete with the Patriots? You know what I mean? You And again, like I said, the Steelers could have drafted Jalen Hurts. I stayed up to watch night two of the NFL draft, something I never did, because I'm thinking surely the Steelers would take Jalen Hurts, right? Like the man's got the poise, the charisma, the personality, and they just let him go by. And it makes you wonder, what are they doing in these so-called NFL war rooms? What are you really looking at? You know, clearly you're not looking at the talent level because I would have been like, yo, let's get Jalen Hurts. He's available. That is true. That is true. It's but so... It's it, big thing. Which makes... Which, yeah. Sorry, which makes me sad because when I make my uh, occasional giant TikToks, there are really giant fans who don't know that Daniel Jones was a friend of the Manning family. Like, y'all didn't know that Daniel Jones went... That the Mannings have a camp? You know, and they take in quarterbacks, and Daniel Jones was one of them. 
and Eli went to Giants management and was like, you need to draft that guy. And they did. And like I've been saying for years, because of bias, Duke puts out trash players, NBA and NFL. And look at it now, Daniel Jones, next surgery. Uh, he's done as far as I'm concerned. They're saying eight to 10 months. I'm saying his career is over. Cause you know, once you get that hit, it just keeps on going. Like remember when the remember when the Cowboys cracked Romo? I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. When the remember when the Giants cracked Romo and broke his collarbone? Yeah. But then But here's the thing. Notice how every time the Giants would sack him, first it was the collarbone, then it was uh breaks in his back, right? And the and the Cowboys are like, oh, uh the breaks in his spine is okay. It's his lower back. No, it, it is not okay when you're breaking parts of your spine. I don't care how you want to label it, you know? Yeah, and, and, I, firm, and I firmly agree with that. And you know what? Thank you, Austin. As far as the Cowboys are concerned, they've wasted so much talent on their team just because Jerry Jones can afford it. Like, think about it. Ezekiel Elliott, Dak Prescott currently. And I'm afraid for Michael Pre- Mike for, for that for that Micah guy that they got. He's gonna waste his pride. I'm sorry. Dallas Cowboys, you need to you need to have find a soul surgeon there. Right, right. Oh wait, give me just one second. No so thank you very much, sports fans nationwide, for tuning in to this episode of the Sports Opinion Log TikTok Live slash podcast episode. <laughs> Thank you, Detroit Ghost, for being a part of the show as well. But this is where I cut off on the podcast episode. Again, follow the handles. Uh, follow Detroit Ghost on TikTok at Detroit underscore Ghost. Right? Did I get that right? That is correct, sir. That All right. Correct. And again, also, yeah. What? On this podcast, please follow my main man, Sports Opt Opinion Log. This guy needs to be on first take. He needs. He needs it. He needs it. Stephen A. Know what to do. He's scared of me. <laughs> And again, uh, YouTube, TikTok, Sports Opinion Log. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Catch y'all on the other side. Until next time, Lex Anderson signing out.